0: Welcome to episode 23 of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. I'm Stevie Wildcard. Every week, Stevie Wildcard and I get together and do our best to bicycle kick the uh, badness out of our lives. And- yeah, exactly. And we make something amazing. Um, most recently, it's been a semi autobiographical time-travel graphic novel musical, um, which we have finished writing, and now we are headlong into getting the art done where do i think we're making a lot of progress How, how'd you do this week i did really good this week i got let's see page eight was last week so this week
1: i have nine ten completely penciled and what do they look le- like oh they're right here <laughs> the shing sun summon but yes nine and ten are
0: right here right here <laughs> <laughs> and then- you know what that reminds me of? I like we try to keep it super PG in our podcast, but there was a time where all of our friends went to Hooters, and I had only been to Hooters like once in my life up until that point. So me, super awkward, you know, like like high school age like kid. We go to Hooters, and there's this like attractive server, and she's asking you know what I'd like, and I'm just like I just remember very specific, very specifically being like I just want to- I just want to order fries. I just want fries, and she's like. So and I remember we're all sitting there and she was like, "Do you want the 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 you know do you want the half order or the full order?" And I literally did this as a child. How big are they? <laughs> as, <laughs> like, as like like innocent no, as Anthony really is too, like just completely innocent. The dumbest, the You're... dumbest innocent, like no pun, no double entendre intended. <laughs> Totally, my hands are doing this. As there's a a a woman, I don't know how old. You know when you're young and everyone seems like old and cool. That's how it seemed. Like she seemed like, oh my gosh, this like older, attractive woman, and she's like leaning over. And I just how bigger they'd her. And I (laughs) dude, that makes me think of
1: my dad though. So my dad when he would go through uh, McDonald's drive through to get a sundae, okay, he was like he wanted nuts. Like legit goes to the guy. He goes, I got. In my dad's head, I'm imagining he has to be like, okay, I need to do some sort of hand gesture to make this guy realize that I'm not asking for testicles. No, sir, I'm asking for a bag of chopped peanuts. So my dad, in all of his wisdom and glory, musters up this 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 hand formation. Yeah, I get some nuts. <laughs> what is that? What is that? Why why, why? 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 is this? Why is this nuts? I can't stop.
0: Oh, hang on, hang on. Okay, I had to cut something out about your dad last week. I'm not cutting this, Steven oh, No, no, yeah. you can you can leave this one in. Your dad's nuts are staying in the bucket. <laughs> where they belong. Oh, anyway, I'm sorry. So, so anyway, so you got some pages done. Um, in I math cu- basically. I got, I got, I got half of the
1: blues done for page 11 too so by the way i just want to talk about my new process is to not play video games in the morning before work awesome when i'm like half awake zombie what i do now is i wake up get my coffee brewing and i just start drawing and dude it's it's an additional eight to ten hours a
0: week i'm getting on drawing it really is important i myself have been thinking about adopting like an early morning thing because i like my only time to really do anything is either when atlas goes with his mom once every other week for a day or so um and then at night when he's sleeping, but that's also when obviously I was just working or we spent the whole day playing and I'm exhausted. I don't, I can't do that, you know? Okay. So, and like, it's, and like, so I, I found, I, I find it within myself to, to get the stuff done as much as I can. Um, But it's hard. Like it would be much easier. Like you're saying, like it's, it's great to have that chunk just carved out in the day.
1: And your tank is full for, for me anyway, my tank yeah. is full first thing in the morning. And like, it would like, it let, like, like, it made my days better too, like going to work and stuff. I was like more fulfilled, you know, like I went to oh, work already like feeling great. Cause I got a page done or, Oh, of course I was averaging basically like two or three panels a morning or a panel or two a morning, which is Progress is progress, and that's what I have to remember. I I don't need to set aside four or five hours one day to really make progress. Set aside an hour or two each day and just work away
0: at it. Oh yeah, chipping away, like chipping away at it is so important. Like and like celebrating those small victories is also super important. Um, Speaking of which, I did get. I'm almost finished with with the page I started coloring. I started just like working through a uh, like a new process. I'm trying to do. I'm I I just figured out a kind of easier way to color the flats so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll show my progress here this is what I've done so far I think it's looking okay I also wrote the first draft of the first song um and I think I think it's really good Uh, I think it's going to be really good because you know I did the thing where it's it's about two things at once you know like it's it's (laughs) the the song that the character is singing to his son but it's also about the relationship and more about what you know what's what might happen there's you know there's some foreshadowing in there and it's it's fun i like it so far um mm, i like that so almost like for me like one
1: of my favorite I, i've mentioned it before in the podcast mm-hmm. too one of my favorite things about the deer hunter is right. th- the first song of each album or at least after the first album mm-hmm. it's almost like these like like the greek or like, is it ouroboros is that what they're what they're called or like the um
0: no, that's the snake that eats its own tail.
1: Okay, well then they, they're called the Ouroboros and Deer Hunter, but like basically, like the like think Hercules, the the yeah. the music on the vase, like you know how they they sing like the what's going to happen in the story, uh-huh. what's happening, At the beginning of each album, they have that like Act Three, especially like it just like the, uh, this like chorus of voices is just saying what's coming for the boy in right. this album in this act, and it's cool to do that. Like it's very musical, basically.
0: It's very like a musical oh, yeah.
1: formation, and that's what makes it fun and awesome.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I love that stuff. And then just, and of course, it'll come back at the end when he's waking up. And, you know, mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll hint at things along the way. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, <clears throat> I I kind of have the melody down. I'm still working through a couple of, I don't know, like, you, you know when, like, you're working on the rhyme scheme and you want it to be right, but not, like, cheesy? You know, like, I don't want it to feel, like, Susian, you know? And, like, the, but it does have to be, like, a kind of simplistic, um, traditional feeling lullaby even though it's, mm-hmm. a little, it's it's us doing it you know um but yeah i got that done i got i got that page done or like mostly done and i feel pretty good and you know i had a, I had a really good week otherwise nice. I, did you have a good week Oh yeah, I had a pretty pretty solid week. Good week Your hair looks end. beautiful, by the way. <laughs> it isn't washed, so it's it hasn't
1: been that washed. It. Just it's yeah. just more. Steven. Well, it depends. Some, sometimes when I wash it, it looks prettier because it'll
0: it'll it'll wave out on the ends. Yeah, but... It's just natural. I like that. I, I I'm jealous. I don't get any of that nonsense. Um, <laughs> if I don't wash my hair, it's just literally grease. Like it's just I look like Danny Zuko. Like it's just like, bleh, like it's. My hair gets really like, you know, well, yeah,
1: my hair gets like dry. So mm. it's like, I have like the opposite problem. So I have to like <laughs> condition and stuff. But
0: yeah. we need to just sleep head to head. And just for the, never for the appropriate amount of grease yeah that's it like we'll just siphon one another and then we'll wake up with perfect hair Stephen. i don't know why we wouldn't
1: and why slightly are... and slightly smelling like each other which is true
0: which is maybe maybe better who knows it's been the goal it's been the goal since day one i mean we
1: could we can trick people with our with our mix of pheromones they won't like know They're
0: like oh i like
1: that that's... genetically speaking he sounds pretty great Five <laughs> so... <laughs> mean, pheromones are in agreement <laughs>
0: I like it. I, I think that's like, that's the true Tony banana hands <laughs> that we've been working on since, you know, our youth. Um, it's big. So I have an update from last week. Last uh, week I talked about a misconnection with someone, um, in which so uh, a person came in my work and has come into my work several times and spoke to me and I was kind of building a deep seated, rooted curiosity about the person. Um, I was totally into her and I didn't get her number. I was a little upset, obviously. I I didn't expect to see her for a long time. However, I was at my work outside getting carts and suddenly someone said, Hi Anthony, and I turned around and there she was. And I almost saw her face for a second. Without a mask or with a mask outside. This is the thing. I was Uh, gonna say I almost saw her face for a second, but she had these giant glasses on and she was just putting her mask on. So as I turned, I like almost saw it and I was like no I still don't know what you look like what is happening with the world you know I was like okay I'm rolling these dice like I'm not I'm not doing this again you know I was like I will not fail this time you know so like because she was obviously she's talking to me she was excited to see me it seemed like she was excited to see me I think I was right not sure um maybe I'm making all this up maybe she doesn't exist maybe she's like Tyler, Tyler Durden she does seem kind of magical it's weird um anyway so I stopped. Put, put, I was grabbing carts. I had one cart. I knew there were like three behind me, but I was like, I'm not going to not walk in with this person. Like I'm just going <laughs> to talk to her. So I started just pushing my one cart in and I talked to her and I just, we just kept talking. So we walked through the store. I, you know, I kept just kept talking about things. She asked me, so she asked me how I was. Right. And I was fresh off the heels of learning about um, Chicago Tony V's podcast about nice. us not not just learning about it but i had just listened to it and like i was that was a big moment for us i think like we both really like enjoyed that and we really appreciate it because not only did he it doesn't show that someone listens to our podcast but really listens to it and enjoys it and appreciates mm-hmm. like who we are and it it doesn't feel like someone just going through the motions who does it out of like obligation you yeah. know like you know how like you feel like your parents think that your art is good because they have to, you know? Yeah. So it never really, it doesn't feel at the same way as hearing someone else say it who has nothing to gain or lose from saying that you suck, you know, yeah. or that you're great, you know? So anyway, so like I was, I was kind of riding that high of, of like, I don't think it's validation. I just think it's, it's like that joy of feeling that connection with someone else, you know, or I was just like, wow, this is really cool. You know? So anyway, she asked me how I was and that was what came out. I was like, I had a great day. I was like, I'm thinking about this and like, I have this podcast and I did this. So she started asking me about the podcast and she asked if she could listen to it. And my immediate response was, so (laughs) absolutely you can, (laughs) absolutely you can. So I was like, yeah, I would love it if you listen to it because we need more subscribers and it's always fun. And like, I'd love to have, and then as I said it, the little, like, you know, the, the mini Anthony that's working all the gadgets in my brain was just like, abort abort mission <laughs> abort this she's gonna see it and you can't lie you can't take it back you can't delete that episode you can't just like so i was just like well i'm all in now i already said it i already told her <laughs> the podcast i'm right here i have to now like our boy
1: hasn't even seen the flap or the river or the fl- i might have said that wrong people that play texas hold'em but he I... hasn't seen the river and he went all in okay I everybody did. i did i didn't if you don't edit that if you don't edit up that bad horrible texas hold'em Reference. The flap or the river. The flap or the river. The flap or the river. (laughs) (laughs) I have a feeling you're just going to definitely leave it in now. Continue. So now that
0: I had Steven talk about Texas (laughs) Hold'em for three full minutes. The flap or the river. (laughs) Uh, It was was three minutes just in our circle going flop. No, river, flop, river, no. Wait,
1: hold on. It's the... What's the what's what's the fourth card that's revealed? The flap or the river? I'm sorry, My river, the river is the fifth card.
0: Okay, so I was like, I'm all in. All right, like I I basically I can't let her discover that I was thinking about that, and then hope she contacts me. That seems weird and, and unfair. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, what am I gonna do? Am I asked for a number? You know, blah blah. blah. So we're talking and. She started talking about art as she, you know, often does because she creates all this really interesting amazing stuff. So I was I asked if, you know, if she has an Instagram and she asked about mine and we're, you know, so we traded Instagrams and I was like, that's it. Right? Like so now we I can message this person and I told you know, I said that when we were in in there. I also told her so I was like, I'm all in on this. I already made the I made the decision to tell this person about the podcast and what, you know, forgot that I I mentioned her on it. So then I was like, Oh, by the way, just so you know, I mentioned I mentioned you in the last podcast. Um, so I, I, I <laughs> you know, I told her. Go get her son. <laughs> yeah, and so I told her about it. Um, so she eventually. So we talked for a while, um, a long while. If you're, if you, if you're, if you're someone who's watching what I'm doing while I'm on the clock, I got all my work done. <laughs> I did everything I was supposed to do. I helped other customers and such. However, I. Talk to this person. I think this should be socially acceptable. I think we should have like a little card or something. And it's like, look, look. I don't know where this is going. It might be a courtship situation. If it is, is not what we kind of want. I don't know. Or like, shouldn't we at least try to facilitate some kind of joy? <laughs> Please help. Um. Anyway, so. So I talked to her. Um. Eventually, she she left, and I was like, okay, like I'll probably stalk your Instagram and message you. And she was like, laughed and was you know kind of like. Going along with it and just like, I hope you do. You know, she said, and so, so she left. Um, and I just immediately stalked her Instagram. I was like, I'm gonna look at all these pictures and see. <laughs> there are no pictures of her face, Stephen. There are no pictures <laughs> of her... <laughs> Stephen. So, so here's this person. Here's this person whom I've had several conversations with, whom I like even if it wasn't a romantic thing i know i really think she's cool as a person i'm just like i like this person i'd like to keep talking like it like it seems because when you're at work when you work like retail or something everything feels very like formulaic or like like mechanistic like you feel like you feel like a robot sometimes you know like you have to say certain things in certain ways Mm -hmm. in order for people to understand what you're trying to say you know or just like may i help you find anything today yes and how are you okay you know so it's like we all have that like silly dialogue it didn't feel that way with her, like, from day one. Like, it's always been, like, an actual conversation. So, anyway. So, I look, at, I look at her Instagram. She doesn't have any pictures of her. I don't know what this person looks like. I know she's interesting. I know that I'm, I, I'm, I'm interested, and I'm kind of feeling, like, this connection with her. I don't know if she is. I, I truly don't. Um, seems like she's at least interested enough to, like, share Instagrams, right? So, I was like, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to message her. So, I messaged her. And I, I basically was just, like, I really enjoyed talking to you. Um... And I hope I would like to at some point talk to you outside of my work, you know. Um, nice, and because you know there is that that you know social stress of having to help other people and be you know, focused on other things. When you're talking with someone, you want to be able to, to focus on them as much as possible, you know. Um, so anyway, she she agreed and was like, you know, was interested. So we talked for a while. Um, we, ta- we we like we messaged one another and stuff, you know, back and forth, and then I. I, I asked if she wanted to meet somewhere, you know, sometime soon. And she agreed. So last night, we met at a diner. And we hung out for several hours. And we just talked. And I got to see her face. And <laughs> she's so cute. She's, like, ridiculously cute. I didn't expect that at all. It shouldn't matter. It does matter. Attraction's weird. I don't know. I can't explain it. I wish I could. I wish I could not only explain it, but like flip a switch to like choose what I'm attracted to. However, I don't have to super like, she's so cute. (laughs) She's so cute. Um, so we, we hung out and we talked and it was, it was great. It was amazing. Um, like we drew, like we, we sat in the diner and you ever do that game where you, you fold the paper in threes. If mm-hmm. someone draws on the top and you leave a little to the next level and then you leave a little... We did two of those and they both looked amazing. Um, you and I have actually, I think, done that. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure we did. I Yeah. Dude, I love that game. I love doing that so much. And she was... She came up with the idea to draw together. She brought her, like, journal that she bound. She's... She is very much... If Even if it's not a romantic thing, she is very much a a, a weird unicorn person who makes these amazing things, like like unimaginably cool things. And when you see them in person, you're like, how are you a real person? You know? Um, (laughs) You know what's weird, though, Steven? You know what drives me crazy? Okay. You know what drives me up a wall? You know what drives me? You know what really grinds all my gears, Steven? You know what
1: makes me want to kick rocks? The flop or the river? You know
0: (laughs) Want to kick rock, Steven? (laughs) We talked about dating, right? We talked about dating apps. Apparently, she's been on OKCupid and other, you know, like she's used dating apps and she's been on the OKCupid app for several years. She's had a, a profile, she's been on there for several years. I have used OKCupid and I've never once seen her. She only lives a few miles from me. What's going on, okay, Cupid? Okay, I don't know about this algorithm. I don't know what's going on, but I do know that in real life, I had an actual interaction with someone who I actually am attracted to and I have a lot in common with and I totally connected with who is also on a dating app that I have used several times over the past <laughs> few years and I've never seen her on that dating app. <laughs> How is that possible, Key Cupid? Now, here's the thing. My theory is that I died, and now I'm in a different reality, Stephen. <laughs> and she's been in this reality, I know get Cupid, but I wasn't. And now I am here. I am uh, just your Ted Danson, dude.
1: That's who I am. I'm yeah. just I'm just coaching you through this, trying to keep you... I've never watched The Good Place. I'm just trying to pretend like I know what happens. I kind of so know good. what
0: happens. It's Tina your... loves
1: it. Tina loves it. So I, I do know a little bit about The
0: game. Yeah. Place. No spoilers. It's so good, though. I do know
1: that... Yeah, yeah, I do know who he is and yeah, but anyways.
0: Yeah, do uh, yeah,
1: okay, Cupid, more like no way cupid, more like go kick rocks, cupid, more like gonna make it happen. Yeah,
0: well, right. again, listen,
1: yeah. listen, I made Stevie Wildside happen. I can
0: make anything happen. Wait, Stevie Wildside? Oh crap. <laughs> <starts>. <laughs> did you just, I just, did you I just use Anthony Lafusi, your own nickname. <laughs> <laughs> did you? <laughs> you did that you did that when we were death. when we were doing yeah that.
1: i said wildside. i really must really want wild side now. i think
0: i think that stevie wildside is in you somewhere and it's coming out
1: <laughs> <laughs> by the end of this podcast i'm just gonna have like five or six different personalities <laughs> all with the word wild in front of them
0: <laughs> wild child stevie wild child <laughs> oh my god um okay steven so the thing that we have to announce now the results of our, our poll, Stephen. Drum roll. First, drum, roll. <laughs> Dr- drum roll is weird. I'm a, gu- I'm a guitar player, okay? <laughs> Continue. So, Deathless is going to be our next comic book. Deathless. Deathless! Deathless! Ah, Doesn't work as well as Masks. <laughs> <laughs> masks is much better with that one, yeah, for sure. So deathless so thank you all for voting we appreciate all all of you for participating in this um very awkward assignment that we gave you um <laughs> we, we we got a lot of votes on twitter we got a, a we got a decent amount of votes on facebook not as many as i would have liked um but most of the people responded on twitter and i was really thankful for that um deathless seemed to win staggeringly i don't know like, it, it was a pretty it was a pretty hefty lead um uh, which i don't know why i don't i don't really understand i do think that okay i'll say this i think we're definitely going to get to every single one of those ideas Mm -hmm. i i i think that i think that we're probably closest to doing come what may just because we both feel that 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 convenience aspect of of at least the first issue like we both kind of want that thing to exist and it's already there like to some degree you Mm -hmm. know um I definitely, I know we're going to do Masks, of course. So that's like your passion project. So we're going to do that. I think that Deathless is just going to be a six to eight issue book. We're going to get it done. And then we're going to probably move on to Masks. That's what I think. Nice. Like, I, I think, I, and I think, um, I think our process by then will be pretty solid. I, I hopefully it'll just continue to grow forever, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but um I think it'll be pretty solid. I think it's already evolving and maturing to to such an extent that like, I, I'm surprised with how, by how much we finished, honestly. The, like, mm-hmm. I don't remember, I although I wrote the thing, I don't remember how many pages are in each chapter. Um, But I do think you, have you finished the first chapter page-wise? I'm,
1: I think I'm on like, because the, the, the page I'm on right now is when they're dancing. So yeah. he gets sucked back into the tube and then, right. yeah. So that is yeah. the end of
0: that chapter. So yeah, so that's the end of the chapter. Um, And like my plan, my plan in the future is going to be to flat. And then once I catch up to a chapter, I'm going to start lettering. And mm-hmm. that way we can read our book, you know, and we can start showing people, you know, the finished pages. How do you feel if if I flat everything and work on the songs, do you think later you could go back and do the whites? Oh, yeah.
1: I, and I can do like I, I can do the glows and stuff like that, okay. too, because because I, it'll be easier since I already have the intention. I already know right. what lines I want to be glow right. lines and things For like sure. that. Um, so, yeah, I can go back and do that. By the way, page 10. I, I know I told you, but I want to let the podcast know. <clears throat> page 10. I was drawing early in the morning um, and I don't know if anyone else, cause I, I'm old school. So I use pencil ruler, all that stuff. And sometimes your, your, your ruler will catch like lead or something like that. And it'll smear, even though there's nothing to smear, it'll smear something onto the page. And I was using the ruler and this, these orange dots, this like orangish red dots kept appearing on the page. And I was like, what the heck? And then I, I found like a little Dorito from like one of my kids. I'm like, Oh, it has to be this Dorito. So then I start using the ruler again. And I'm like dabbing the heck out of your, like your character's face on this page with red. And I'm like, what's going on? And then I looked down at my finger and I forgot I had gashed my finger and it was just, the blood was coming through the banded bandage from the night before. So if
0: to you, Stephen? blood sweat and tears are our blood and ten. sweat my tears <laughs> everything's going into this project so much so that steven i'm pretty sure it's going to come to life and we're going to have to kill it i think <laughs> i think we're going to have to strangle like the 2d version of me and that's just all there is to it and dude i'm really hoping that we get a little shop of horrors element
1: with the vinyl record player in real life and we can fight it like
0: oh yes anthony <laughs> Would it be a baby? <laughs> does it have to be sad Blame me. <laughs> it's to be my memories. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I think we should believe more on stuff. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, we had one question from. We had a question from a listener Michelle uh which isn't really doesn't that really have anything to do with what we're currently working on but she was curious as to like our, you know what we had to say about the thing um so she's getting into screenwriting and she wanted mm. to know because we've we've made short films like shorts you know videos and stuff and we've worked from scripts before and she wanted to know what we knew about screenwriting and that sort of thing <laughs> um which is funny and not that much although I'll get, I'll get to that in a second. Okay, so I initially began writing stuff. I mean, I wrote little stories and stuff as a kid. And I would write, you know, like silly things, like improvise things. But I never really formally wrote anything until we started improvising. And mm-hmm. then, we, then we, wanted, we wanted to give people lines because they couldn't, you know, some of the people weren't able to improvise. And we wanted a story to go certain places, so I started writing. Um, and at first, it was very, it, it was not formatted whatsoever. It was just like, it was It was me guessing how a movie script looks, you know, um, which I'm sure everyone does that before they actually read the script. So what I would suggest is basically what I did is I started going online and I went to, there was a, I don't know if it's still a thing. I'm sure there's, a I know there is a subreddit for screenwriting where they just release all these awesome screenplays. So you can just find them everywhere. Um, but there was a site called Drew Scriptorama, which was really helpful and it had, Basically scripts for everything that I'd ever want to watch or you know read. So I started looking at them and learning how to format things. Um, recently, <clears throat> I bought this. It's the screenplay to "Scare Me" by Josh Rubin. Crazy. It's a yeah, it's a movie that's on Shutter. Um, it's a really good movie. It's been getting a lot of like really good press and good reviews and stuff. Josh Rubin's a really cool, really nice guy in general. Like he's one of those guys you just want to support and you know you know. But he's also just a great filmmaker and he's a good writer. He's selling the scripts through his PayPal. You can find him on, um, you can find him on Twi- Twitter. I'll put his handle below in the link so you can click on it. He's selling the scripts and he leaves like little note, like like he put a little note in there, you know, just like he was nice. There's a there's a Gremlins trading card in there, nice. all kinds of like just cool little stuff, you know. And I make no promises. I don't know if he does that for everyone or if he secretly loves me. Um, we have no relationship <laughs> except for me longing. From a distance, um, as I <laughs> as I do, um, but anyway, I would suggest just picking up a script like that or a script that's something that you're familiar with to see how the formatting works. Um, but once you get something formatted, it's very similar to writing most other things, with the exception of uh, that's like there's a lot of show don't tell in scripts. You know, like you don't really talk about the emotion that people are feeling; you talk about how they're expressing that emotion. Of course, like everything else. Rules are meant to be broken and, you know, like Ben. So you just write a script however you can um, and send it to me and let me read it. And I'll tell you how great it is because I'm, I'm bad at giving bad criticism. I don't know. Um, but I did want to say uh, I'll, send you, I'll send you scripts that I've written if you want to see them. Um, I wrote The Roommate from Hell pilot, and I wanted to actually bring that up to you at some point. We can do that. We should start filming little segments for that for the podcast. That, that's what I was going to say. I was going to ask you how you would feel about doing like a read. You know, like remember when we got we all got together in my apartment and we we read the first version of it. You know, mm-hmm. um, with that I thought it was so much fun. So I thought like if we can get on Zoom and just get a couple of act, we only need I think it's a total of five people in the whole script, and we're two of them. You know, <laughs> so we really only need a few more. If if we have to double up parts, we can easily do that. It's not a big deal. Um, but I thought it'd be really cool to just like separately release. You know, like just throw that out there for people because it's I think it's a really fun script. Um, and I'm like until we actually have an ostrich colony and have a lot of money coming in, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to film or, or animate. I I prefer to animate it, but I'm not going to be able to make that or do anything with it aside from just read it with you. So I'd love that. But anyway, Michelle. Um, so basically I would, I would say study the formatting, listen to podcasts, like script notes. Um, It's the John August Craig Mason podcast. It's really good. Uh, there was also a screenwriting podcast on Nerdist. Like it's like, The Nerdist podcast channel has this awesome screenwriting. It's like the back catalog is ridiculous. You just go through and just cherry pick based on like your favorite writers. Also the Q and A podcast with Jeff Goldsmith. Fantastic. I'd listen to that. It's also on YouTube, but he, it's weird. Steven, you don't notice there are podcasts that are like, you ever notice how an audience exists in a bubble for certain people in certain places, but Mm -hmm. not other places. Isn't that weird? It's kind of like us, like with our poll, how we got a lot of responses on Twitter, but we got like, maybe 20 responses on Facebook. We have over 200 people in our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash we have issues podcast, but only like 20 people responded to the poll, whereas on Twitter, we don't even have that many followers on our official podcast our official podcast Twitter, but so many people responded to the... I don't, I don't know. I don't get how it works. Anyway, Jeff Goldsmith doesn't have a, a huge following on Twitter, but he has like a really popular podcast. It's weird. It doesn't, it's crazy. It's crazy. But anyway, I would say like, listen to some of those podcasts learn about the formatting um, read podcast or read scripts and you know screenplays that you really like and then look into um, well it depends on what you want to do like if you're if you're looking to make something of your own honestly i don't know if that's what you're going to do cuz i haven't talked about your intention but i think the, the greatest thing that a screenwriter can do if if they're like starting off especially if, i think of what you should consider at least just consider it for a second is make a list of objective things that you have access to like make a list of all of the sets, like all of the actual locations. If you have, if your mom has a balcony with some like weird leaves on it and stuff, right? Like mom's balcony. If like you know, if you if your best friend lives next to a park and you're like no one's ever at that park, write that park down. You know, like write all of the sets, all of the locations, all of the people that you know you can count on, all of the like fun tricks, anything you can think of, just write it down. And that's just an inventory of all of the possible things that you can just drop into your story, right? So then you just formulate your story using the things that you know you already have access to and then you're already 100% more likely to do something that's it because when very I- much
1: like like, Ke- like kevin smith with clerks like yes. what he
0: had yep. access to was a convenience store absolutely. the video store and friends basically yep. <laughs> i always think of it like absolutely that's like spot on i always think of it as kevin smith and robert Rodriguez, who like like also pick up this book it's super super awesome um i just happen to know where all my books are that's how i could just turn around and Grab this thing. Um, But like, this is Rubble Without a Crew. It's the Robert Rodriguez story about when he wrote and filmed El El Mariachi and how he did it. The story itself is awesome, just how he did it. It's really inspirational. It makes you want to make things. It's also how I thought to ever do that, where it's just like very objective and thinking about what you have access to rather than like flights of fancy and imagining like, you know, because it's perfectly fine to write anything you want. Of course, if you want to write like a space opera, do it. Freaking do it and do whatever you can with it. It doesn't matter. I'm not here to tell you not to do that. Do it. But if you want to actually film something yourself, it's it's better. It's probably best to start off with what you know and what you have just because you don't want to get discouraged when no one wants to read your 700 page, you know, space opera script. <laughs> just, that's it, just about the like discouragement. However, write whatever you want. Um, there, there are a lot of cool resources out there, like the blacklist and like these different resources where you can have readers um, actually look at your script and review it. I know that sometimes they get really backed up with scripts and it takes a while, and I don't know how much you can count on those readers, but there's also a really cool community on Twitter of writers who I'm sure, even if they're not so familiar with scripts, would be able to help you with like story stuff and if anything makes sense or if the dialogue comes across as weird. It, so I don't know, I'm here, You know, I'm. I don't have a lot of time, but I'll try to read stuff if people send it to me. Um, <laughs> But that's what I would suggest. I would suggest, you know, depending on what your intention is, um, but first and foremost, learning about the formatting, reading scripts that you really love and finding out what it is about the script that translated well to film and trying to see how you can, you know, use that yourself. That's all. And then, of course, like anything else, you know, it's you'll evolve from there and probably do something better than what you learned, you know. So, I hope that answered your question, Michelle. Um, everyone else, feel free to ask us questions, even if we only have like this much knowledge about it. We'll try, you know, we'll do our best, and we're here for you. Um, it's it's best to have a community. We're not going to talk about it this week, but in soon, I want to start talking about our Kickstarter because we're going to have a Kickstarter. Um, so, this coming week, my plan is to start planning all of the different um, reward packages for Kickstarter and what we can possibly do for this book. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm kind of nervous about it. I'm not sure. I know our our plan is to print out a, a decent amount so we can pass them along to around to local comic shops so we can go to w- once they open up so we can go to different cons so we can do these things and we want to st- we just want some basic inventory so we can start basically kickstart our comic book careers that's what we're trying to do it's not about just selling the book but having like this little like nest egg of our our book right so then we mm-hmm. have something to show people yeah. um so I'm looking forward to doing that. That's my plan for this week is I'm going to start talking – I'm going to start thinking about the Kickstarter, writing stuff down, and I'm also going to finish coloring at least two pages. I'm going to try to finish coloring three pages. I'm going to say I'm going to finish two and I'm going to do the Kickstarter stuff. What's your plan?
1: I'm going to try to get – I think I'm going to go back to what I was going for at the beginning of the year. I'm going to start aiming for two or three pages a week now with my new schedule. So I'm going to aim for – yeah, I think I'm going to get –
0: three more pages done next week is my goal oh that's gonna be dude it's gonna be so good um yeah i'm super excited (laughs) i i just i can't i don't know i can't wait for this book i think it's coming together really well it's it's looking great um i feel really comfortable with you know how the script came together and everything i think it's gonna look good and be be perfect like all together i can't wait to have it printed it's gonna be so neat (laughs) um i love it and I'm I'm really excited to move on to the next project too. Just like emotionally, I'm done. <laughs> I'm ready, Steven. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Um, if you're only listening to this on one of the various podcasting apps, we do have a video every week at YouTube.com/slash We Have Issues Podcast. Um, we have a we're on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash group slash We Have Issues Podcast. We're on Twitter at Twitter.com/slash We Have Issues Pod. We're on Instagram. We're on Twi- TikTok. We're, we're all Paul. Links all below. Just <laughs> like subscribe. We love you. We need your grandmas. We need your grandpas. You know what else we need, Steven? We need parents. We need parents, Steven. We're parents. We love parents. We want all your parents. We want you. If you're a parent and you haven't subscribed, just just please subscribe. We love you. Here's what what
1: happened with the initial grandparent seeking uh, is – for some reason, like, we have this thing where we're stuck in our heads that our grandparents are 50 or 60. I mean, mine are dead. But, like, yep. for some reason, they never age past, like, once how you've immortalized them in your brain. So I'm thinking, like, man, we need a bunch of 50 and 60-year-olds. But then, like, lo and behold, our parents are 50 and 60-year-olds. Yep. So we actually need your parents. Like, your yep. 40 to 60-year-old parents who is it's our real demographic. If That's I'm right.
0: Real. That's who we're at. You won't – you speaking of, <laughs> the, I, I I went out – the, the the amazing human that I met and I went out with and like, we, we have this, she introduced our podcast to her, to her parents. And which has, yeah, which is so far. Her dad sounds really cool by the way. I like, I, I, I'm always nervous about, about parents in general because that could go wrong. You know, like it could be, Mm -hmm. it's it's very nervous. Anyway, we're at the end of this thing. I don't want to get too into it. Her dad sounds cool. I'll talk about that in the future. (laughs) I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. uh, To we have issues. I'm Anthony. I'm Stevie wildcard. And we'll see you next week. Thank you so much! For your mouse? Alright, go ahead. All by Come here, give me a kiss. a little
1: bit hard. But, but you figured it out, you
0: got the yeah. USB in. Alright, say good, yeah. it, it, Steven. What's it called? A USB. I like
1: to, I like to call it USB.
0: Good job.
1: UB. Alright, go. I like to call it.
0: The UB. <laughs> the ub the ub uh, sure. yeah the us of the sub. yeah i love you i gave him a usb mouse for his laptop he should be sleeping but i guess he's learning how to plug in a usb mouse <laughs> he likes to call them ubs he likes to call UB.
1: <laughs> 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 he's such a freaking nerd the flap or the river or the flip uh- The flap or the river or the flip.
0: Oh. I stalked her Instagram. I was like, I'm going to look at all these pictures and see. <laughs> there are no pictures of her face, Stephen.